Whoa. Oh God, I, I, all your memories looking out the back door. I found the photo of my friend that I was looking for. It's hard to say it, hard to say it. Goodbye. Goodbye, every memory I'm looking at the front door. I found the photo of my friend that I was looking for. It's Kyle Unseth. Kyle Unseth. Hey, hey. (laughs) What's up, boys? That was uh, an extended musical intro. I miss that town. You guys are welcome. Yeah. I miss those places. I miss the faces. Some. I can't erase it. No, they say faces later. You know, you know who, you know what I just thought of. Mm-hmm. You know who used to live by Bloomington? Mm-hmm. Ricardo. Ricardo. Remember Ricardo? I remember Ricardo. I remember because we went to his house one time, and I'm like, Yeah, you used to live right next to my cousins. I, I was like, I was like, Am I still in Eden Prairie? You, you were, yeah. Somehow, literally, like, Homeward Hills. Yeah, pretty far. We miss it. Anyway, this is not a Ricardo podcast. This is a fancy. We should we should start a Ricardo podcast. That would be fascinating. We should start after, after the season ends. Every week we 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 pick up we pick a random friend that we talked to in high school, <laughs> and, we, and we just we just we just stock the shit out of them, and we just see what they're up to. <laughs> On next week's episode, Spencer Drock. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Spencer Christensen. Uh, okay, we can do a, we can do Spencer Christensen episode too. Just a Spencer a Spencer episode in general would be worthwhile. All the Spencers. Oh God. All right, that'd be a, that'd be a good podcast. I think good. people would listen to that. All right, off season pod. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, <laughs> there's there's uh not much time to talk about shenanigans because, oh my gosh, Evan, can you really believe that we're already here? Uh, I can't. Yeah, it's we're, almost the end of this uh, regular season. We're really we're, we're on the home stretch. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find another another way to phrase. We're getting into the home stretch on my on the bio for the pod. Oof. Every week I try to... I don't think anyone reads the bio of the episode anyway. Yeah, they're not very well written, so... Hey, shut Sorry. up. That's fair. They're not. I just, like, I gotta pump this out and have something here, so... Um, anyway, we do not have... We're recording this on Monday. Monday night. Uh, Monday night football is happening right now. Uh, the Rams are currently getting shat on by the Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. The Ravens are good. They are. People forget. They are. Um, People do not really forget that. People have kind of been talking about that a lot. I'd be down for another Ravens-Niners Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. People forget. That would be much better than the first one, probably. Like, both those teams were kind of like, meh, that, that time. But this time, it would be it would be something. Flacco. Flacco. People forget. Is Joe Flacco. All right. Uh, anyway. We're starting with... Uh, the worst well, game. Well, should, the we, should we talk about? Should we talk about like going into the week? What were kind of the storylines? Like who needs a win? Who doesn't need a win? Yeah, I you know what's kind of the what's kind of the lay of the land? Basically, it was everyone needed a win, uh, especially Jay and Henry were the two big ones. Uh, they they were really right on the bubble. Uh, I don't know what else here. But yeah, I mean everyone's kind of jockeying for position at this point. Um, There's a few teams that are out of it. Yeah. I think the teams that are out of it don't really listen to the pod anyway. That's probably a good point. Yeah. Maybe Ryan. But Oh yeah, Ryan listens. Yeah, sorry Ryan. You're out of it. <laughs> is Ryan is, is Ryan gonna lose this week? Yes. Ha! You're playing him back. I know, I know. I just want I, 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 that was self ingrained. Yeah, I think as we record this uh, early in the second half of the Monday Night Football game, uh, every game except one has been pretty much decided. Uh, that's Nick and Andrew. 
So I guess we should do that one last, probably. I thought Nick was going to really run away with this one, but Cooper Cup hasn't really done anything. So uh, that one's still up in the air for sure. That's fair. And Todd Gurley, actually. Nick, Nick needed like eight points out of Gurley and Cup combined, and he only has two and a half right now. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Andrew might skirt by again. He might. That would be a, a pretty Andrew at escape. At least he skirts by with 85. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what been a lot of Andrew. Let, let's start talking about these games. Uh, anyway, yeah. well, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Yost. Oh, man. The, oh, yeah, this the, is a game the, I don't want to talk about. The battle of mediocrity. This is the mediocrity bowl. Oh, yeah. Well, not mediocre, just bad. Well, isn't mediocre kind of bad? I'm like how people conventionally no, use mediocre it. Mediocre is just average. Well, not that's yeah. not how people kind of that's like, not how people use it's it. It's kind of though. like sad average, but I wouldn't describe it Pe- either. People don't use average. mediocre to mean average. People use mediocre to mean bad. No, it doesn't then just say bad, you know? Anyways, both these teams are bad. Uh Baker had a good week. If we're ba- starting Baker with Tony, was good. Baker is coming on a little bit. Yeah, well, um, I think people had looked at the Browns' schedule earlier this year and said, like, oh, they they might kind of suck for the first half and then really catch fire in the second, and that's been exactly what's happened. Obviously, playing the Dolphins this week definitely helps a lot. Uh, but, yeah, the Browns are, like, right back in playoff contention, too, especially because, like, the rest of the AFC kind of blows ass. So, right back in it. Yeah. Uh, Tony had three guys put up zero points and still has 89 points, uh, <laughs> which is a very classic Tony performance this year. Uh, Devontae Just, Freeman is out. DJ, DJ Moore had 25. Yeah. Uh, um, actually, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, Ben, and I said, like, oh, Amari Cooper must be out again uh, with injury, but it turns out that he just got shut down by Stephon Gilmore. So yeah, get fucked. Zero catches. Uh, Gilmore actually had more catches than Cooper because he had an interception. Oh, so. get fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, Amari um, Cooper has had not had a great couple of weeks, but we don't really care about Tony's team. Yeah. Um, his bet, uh, Hollywood Brown, has come back from injury. He's got two tutties right two now. Touchdowns. Man, they're up 35 to 6. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I love Hollywood Brown. Too bad, too bad he hasn't started a game this year. Mm. Guy can't get off the bench. Yeah, that's fair. Um, he's got him to keep working that. Yeah, he's got to keep working. Um, let's look at Ethan's team. God. So Ethan did finally uh, get a quarterback and actually put him in the lineup. He started Jeff Driscoll. Of course, this was the week that Driscoll was bad. Uh, <laughs> what did he have, like three or four picks? Three picks. Against the Redskins, the yep. team from Washington. So, the like, team from Washington. Not a great not a great game there. That's Cut that, Kyle. Uh, yeah, let's see. Ethan... Yeah, Ethan's level of try is very confusing to me. We had this last week where he picked up Rivers but didn't actually put him in. And this week he picks up Driscoll, does put him in, but then doesn't bother to take out Marlon Mack from his lineup. Who everyone knew was going to be. Well, I think what yeah, happened. everyone knew. I think oh, what happened was they, Thursday. Thursday night. They played yeah, on yeah. Thursday night. Thursday. Ethan, Ethan just didn't But then catch Ethan the also had Dan Bailey, the Vikings kicker, in his lineup. He was on bye. So well, and Muhammad Sanu was also out. Yeah, Sanu was out. Like, I don't know what. He's just, he's just like uh, Ethan is not totally checked out, but he is like, he's got one foot out the door, you know. It's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird flex for Ethan right now. Um, I've never really seen it before in any fantasy league for someone to be so half in it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. he, like he, he's making moves, picking up guys, but then you know not setting his lineup. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. Shit, I just knocked something over. Uh, so Ethan had a really bad week. He had 54 points. But, yeah, bad uh, week for at Ethan. At least OBJ was good, and Allen Robinson was very good. Um, that was like more than half of his points was those two guys. OJ Howard had one catch for 10 yards, which is better than zero. Indeed. Um, it is better than zero. Panthers D had three points. I wonder how Josh Norman did. 
He's on Washington now, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. When did that happen? Uh, like a long time ago. I think. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't want to talk about either of these, either of these teams, so I'm just okay. making up Yeah, we, we, can, we can just move on. Um, yeah, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, God. Look at these. All right. Let's talk about Joe versus Tom. This was like the big upset of the week for Ooh, sure. And look at Joe. Yeah, Joe's this, team is really coming on. Joe's on a winning streak. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he's going to be three and nine. Uh, you know, still probably going to finish last. Uh, if Joe beats you next week, you'd have the same record. Oh yeah, uh, I am well aware of that. Uh, yeah. So, but Joe, yeah, he's coming on strong. Uh, Calvin Ridley had a great game. Uh, Zach Ertz had a nice game. Let's see the Saints. Zach Ertz, 12, 12 receptions for Zach Ertz. Damn, that's pretty good. He is he. Let's see. I'm guessing tight end four. Tight end five. Uh yeah, he's coming on. He had a really shitty start to well, shitty in the sense of like what you paid for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, last three weeks, sixteen, nine, fifteen. He he's coming on better late than never. Mm-hmm. Um. Joe was complaining about Ty not having any catches on Thursday night. Uh, it's always it's always playing. frustrating when you uh, have a guy go on Thursday and he kind of sucks. Uh, but then yeah, the rest of Joe's team kind of turned it around. Yeah, I actually um I like having guys play on Thursday. Oh, I like. That I think too. I think it's I think it gives you a reason to watch it. I think it well, well I I think it's an advantage. I think it's a competitive advantage because you if you have someone playing on Thursday and your opponent doesn't, you like. Say if you're doing like if it's David versus Goliath strategy. Yeah, he gets an info. If I don't think I'm gonna beat the team that I'm going up against, and I have a guy dud on Thursday night, then I know I need to go risky on Sunday. You know that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So just something to keep in mind, boys and girls. Boys. Uh, <laughs> I want to shout out Joe for flexing Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I saw that man. I didn't know Hunter Renfro was owned in this league. The so. the accountant. Is that, is that what we're calling him? Uh, there, weirdly, there is also a minor league baseball player who's like a fairly good prospect. Actually, he may be in the majors by now, whose name is also Hunter Renfro, which is like a weird-ass name, uh, and they're different guys. Uh, that, that's all I have to say. That's Hunter Renfro's. There's lots of them. But he, he's been like pretty good lately. Not, not like not awesome, but like since they're by, he's been like a reasonable guy, like 50, 60 yards a week. So I'm a big fan of the NFL starting to do this thing where they just draft players who were good in college. Like, God forbid. Yeah. Like, Hunter Renfro was not like people were like, oh, this guy's going to go undrafted. I'm pretty sure the Raiders picked him in like the fifth or sixth round oh. or something like that. Maybe fact check me on that. Yeah, I'll work on But I, I'm a big fan of like. Like, Kyler got picked first overall. Like Fifth if, round. For fifth Renfro. round, yeah. Fifth round for Hunter Renfro. Like, people didn't think Hunter Renfro was going to get drafted. Like, if this was 10 years ago, Kyler Murray would have been, like, a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just, like, I'm a fan of the NFL finally just being, S- Same like, as Lamar Jackson, probably. Yeah. It's Lamar like, Jackson would have been converted to wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Lamar Jackson's... Uh, I, I can't wait for at some press conference towards the end of the year when he's going to make some quip about, like... Uh, he's gonna because when he was in the pre-draft process, uh-huh. teams were talking about converting him to like running back or wide receiver or whatever. Yeah, and he like like Lamar Jackson having won the Heisman, like yeah. says at the time of like the, at like the combine or whatever, he was answering media questions and he goes like he's like I think I did pretty well as a quarterback in college. Yeah. And teams are talking about switching him, and I'm just waiting for that that clip of like, you know, whatever he would say. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. We got anything else to Joe's team? <clears throat> um, not really. Um, uh, Jalen Samuels. People don't really know what to do with the Pittsburgh backfield right now. Yeah, it's kind of confusing. Uh, if James Conner is out, you just kind of don't start anyone. Yeah, well, especially now that uh, Devlin and Hodges may have taken over from Mason Rudolph. Is that uh, real? Yeah, I mean, they just benched Rudolph and then... They benched Rudolph? Yeah, Hodges I not, won the game. Uh, I, I imagine Hodges will start this week. So, we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, Benny Snell was actually pretty good this week. Uh, I don't know if Snell is owned. Uh, in our league anymore. He's a free agent. He has been at various points. Yeah. He's a free agent. Um, I, I will not. I will not be putting in a claim for Benny Snow. Yeah, I mean, I'm not optimistic about that guy, but you know, <laughs> something. Uh, right. Also, Rip Bengals. Like this was their best shot. The Bengals are going on sixteen. Yeah, I wonder like, what they're. I think. I think they have somebody really bad still on their. Schedule. I think it's like Miami. I think they might have a Miami. Game. I think it's oh, Miami. Man. Bengals Dolphins would be wild. Oh, they still have the Jets and the Dolphins. And two games against the Browns. So, like, I bet they get one win out of those four. Something that's, and also the Patriots. Something that's funny is I've been looking at I've been looking at defenses, trying to trying to look at what defenses have good schedules or whatever, and mm-hmm. uh, the Dolphins' defense has the best <laughs> fantasy playoff schedule. That's pretty funny. And it's like, if you want to... I, I will give a shout-out on this pod to anybody who starts the Dolphins' D in the playoffs because, like, there is a world in which... The Dolphins' defense has good. Just by who? Can you just tell who they tell me who they play? Like they, 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 they have such a juicy schedule. Like, uh, yeah. So their fantasy playoffs are Jets, Giants, Bengals. Jets, <laughs> Giants. Good. Although the Jets are maybe competent now. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but they're still the Dolphins. You, you can't start the Dolphins. That's just not gonna go well. Uh, I don't know, man. It's so crazy. It just might work. Maybe. All right, uh, let's move on to Tom's team. Uh, Tom isn't quite finished yet because he's still got Lamar Jackson and Justin Tucker, uh, but he is down more than 20 points, so I will assume that that won't balloon. Lamar Jackson already has 30 in this game. Uh, he already has four passing thing. touchdowns. <laughs> Lamar Jackson might get more than half of Tom's points in this game. He's, he's sort of close already. Uh, but yeah, everyone else sort of disappointing, I guess. Um, Ryan Griffin, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan Griffin got the bag dropped today. Did he? Um, the Jets and the Jets and Ryan Griffin agreed to a contract extension, like a three year. I don't. I always love when random ass tight ends who, <laughs> who just like aren't that good get extensions. I I was watching Monday Night Football before I came over, and they mentioned that Tyler Higby in the offseason had gotten like a three year, like twenty nine million dollar deal, and it's like what the what, hell? Like, it's it's hard to know in the NFL how much is like unguaranteed, how much is like yeah. dead money or ca- like I don't know how that shit. It's goes. also like with, with tight ends, uh, because like. Half of their role is like a fantasy friendly thing where you catch passes and stuff, but the other half is blocking. So you can easily get these mismatches where like a guy is good in real life because he's good at blocking, but then he is like bad at fantasy and therefore like not well known because he never catches the ball. And I feel like Ryan Griffin is sort of in that mold. He is definitely coming on a little bit. Uh, he's tight end 13 because someone has to be tight end 13. Uh, yeah, he had 13 yards of the touchdown this week. You can't can't complain with that. Shout out to Tom for starting Jay Ajayi also. I thought that was a weird decision. Uh, Jay Ajayi in his first actual game with the Eagles, right? He didn't play last week. He didn't play last week. Yeah, he picked up 16 yards. I would have personally started Darius Slayton. I would have personally started literally anyone. Yeah, Slayton has been pretty hot too, so I don't really know what Tom's rationale was for that. Maybe, guess, maybe, maybe Tom's thing is because he, he has had such success with 
uh, the Melvin Gordon Austin Eckler combo. Maybe he was like, well, maybe every team uses their backup running back, mm. and the Eagles don't. I got. I now that I look at a little further, maybe the rationale was just Darius Slayton was playing the Bears, so that could be it. Um, I, I I'm ready to throw stones at that decision. Yeah. I think even off waivers, you could have gotten somebody that wasn't uh, a guy playing his first NFL game of the season. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Tom Tom really had to improvise this week because the Chargers were on by. Yeah, that's uh, tough. And the Naheem, the, the Naheem Hines start was actually relatively inspired, I thought. Uh, Hines uh, ended up with six points. You know, he was kind of a sneaky guy this week because Marlon Mack was out, so there's a little more opportunity for him. I didn't notice that. That's a good point, though. Good job, Tom. That's a good start. Um... But yeah, just kind, just kind a just, just a whole hum week for Tom. Ugh. Yeah, so Tom's got to be uh, a little worried now because it had looked for most of the year like he would be in the top four, uh, which means you get to pick your pick your poison in the playoffs. Uh, but now he's slipped out of that. He's going to be either fourth or fifth, pretty close to you, Ben, uh, going into the last week of the season, uh, and really kind of, kind of right on the precipice of that. So I think we're pretty close on points. Extremely close, yeah. When I calculated this with the projections, you were, like, this was like half an hour ago, you were projected to have 0.5 more points than him on this season. So it's going to be something like that. But he has one more win, right? Uh, no, you'll be tied at 7-5, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, sh- shout out Tom for having the Bears D and the Pats D. It's kind of funny. Yeah, that's a fun. <laughs> yeah, he picked wrong, but only a little bit wrong. So, Pats D only got six points last night, which is wild because they like won thirteen to nine. <laughs> but no sacks, I guess. No interceptions. All right, we wanna. Yeah, Next let's one move up. on. Uh, Quinn. I guess this was another pretty Quinn big versus, upset. Quinn versus Jay. Quinn versus Jay. Jay really needed a dub. Um, yeah. Quinn, Quinn stays alive. Well, beyond that too. I mean, even if Jay hadn't gotten the hadn't gotten the win, it would have been nice for him to get a healthy point total and and keep his buffer in front of Henry. Because uh, that you know he's he's still in quite strong contention for that last spot. But now uh, Jay is in sort of a tricky situation where he. Would definitely help him if he won next week, you know. Did you uh, do the? I appreciate you doing the preparation for this podcast. So did you? I've did got you, the scenario. Did you? Did you calculate just what Jay's total score is mm-hmm. plus sixty four and top, Henry's yeah, total yeah. score plus one hundred six? Yeah. So so Jay <laughs> is going to be four points ahead of Henry, uh, but Henry has one more win. Um, All right. And importantly, Quinn will now be occupying the eighth spot in the standings at six and six, despite having like far, far less points scored than either Jay or Henry. Uh, so the playoff scenario is going to wind up being Quinn will make the playoffs if Quinn can win his game against Connor and Henry loses his game to Ryan next week. That is the only way that Quinn will make it. Other, Cause, cause otherwise, cause Henry and Jay are both in. Because he's already ahead of Jay right now. Because because because. Quinn will be six and six. Yeah, Jay so, will be five and seven. Right. So Jay will be in ninth in the standings, but which is actually going to, you know, will be the last playoff spot for now because Jay has more points scored than Quinn. Right. Um, so, but, but if Quinn can move up into that seventh spot, then obviously he'll be in the so playoffs. If, so, so if ne- if next week if Quinn loses, if Quinn or, loses, then Jay and Henry are both in. So if if, if Quinn loses or if Henry wins, yeah. Jay is in. Hmm. Yeah. So Jay just needs one of those two things, or if neither of those things happen, Jay can still make it if he uh, keeps his point total lead over Henry. So 
there are there are lots of options for both Henry and Jay to make the playoffs, and only one very specific option for Quinn. But Quinn is still alive, uh, and those are really the only uh, the only teams that are on the bubble next week. The top six teams have all basically clinched, uh, outside of some like truly bizarre circumstance, and then these three guys, Henry Quinn and Jay, are right on the bubble, and then the bottom five are out. So so it's these three fighting for the last two spots. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, we're going to have a relatively drama-free last week, which is a little sad. But uh, At least you can kind of keep your keep keep track of things. Yeah, well, we still got seating and everything going on. So. <laughs> and then we have the draft. Yeah, the playoff draft coming up next week. Can't wait for that. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Quinn's team. Uh, All right. It had a good week. <laughs> Mostly Chris Godwin. Uh, Chris Godwin. Um, yeah. 30 points for Chris Godwin. I like the Godwin-Mike Evans thing where like one of those two guys has a 30-point game like every other week, but you don't know which one it's going to be. So like this week it was Chris Godwin. Yeah, my, ma- my manager was complaining about this because he had Mike Evans, and he's like, yeah. yep, <laughs> it's just how it goes. It sometimes. Um. Well, Ross Dwelly? Who the hell is Ross Dwelly? Ross Dwelly is George Kittle's backup tight end with the Niners. Uh, and Dwelly had actually been really good when Kittle was out, but Kittle played. Uh, well, I shouldn't say... Uh, Dwelly had two touchdowns in Week 11 is is what really good means in this <laughs> scenario. He has 66 yards receiving on the season. So, uh, yeah, that's a kind of an interesting tight end play. Uh, Quinn doesn't have any other tight ends. So I don't really know what his plan is there. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that's what right, he had. Let's see what else. Uh, he still got the win, so. Jacoby Brissett, disappointing, 13.2. Joe Mixon, 7.9. That's fine. Uh, interestingly, so Brissett wasn't super good with 13, but Ryan Tannehill on the bench I know. had 34 points. 34 points for well, Ryan he had, Tannehill. He had two rushing touchdowns in that game. Uh, I wonder if it, Tann- Tannehill seems kind of like the obvious starter now. For yeah, no, especially given his, especially given his schedule that's coming up. Who's um, he got going? He's got Indianapolis, Oakland, Houston. Yeah, those will probably be kind of high scoring games. So uh, I mean, those are just all beatable defenses. Yeah, I think the Colts' defense is fine. Uh, it's not awesome, but I Ra- think T- Tannehill's been good though. Like, yes. Yeah. I. I the 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 Titans may have found like a little coup there. Like since he took over, he hasn't he hasn't had less than what is this nineteen nineteen, fa- 19 yeah. fantasy points. So, I mean that's solid. That's good. Um, either, either either three hundred yards or two touchdowns every week. Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, man, that's impressive. Um, let's see. Jets defense getting 18. Uh, I think Quinn's probably going to ride the Jets D the rest of the way because uh, they've also got a really easy schedule. They've got uh, Bengals and Dolphins the next two weeks before they <laughs> oh, play yeah. the Ravens and they have to be dropped. So <laughs> if, Quinn, if Quinn can make it to week 15, then like you just figure it out. Right, it's all gravy at that point, yeah. Um, but yeah, they put, they put up 18. Uh, they put up 9 last week against Washington and 16 the week before against the Giants. So... Uh, Jets defense are really, really rolling. Uh, I saw Jamal Adams getting into it on Twitter with Derek Carr's older brother. But da- not, not, da- da- not David Carr? Carr. The other one. There's apparently another one. Who did There's another before. one. Yeah. And Jamal Adams was like sassing for being like a high school teacher or something. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, go Jets. Uh, I don't know, anything else on Quinn? Um... It's got it, a lot it, of quarterbacks. It's pretty huge for Quinn that he can get the win with Tyreek Hill on by. Yeah, for real. 
Uh, we definitely thought this was going to be kind of a rough week for Quinn. Uh, but yeah, 97 points. That's that's yeah. probably just about the the best week that Quinn has had. Yeah, man, Tannehill. I, that's pretty fun. I just think like with Marlon Mack out, that Indianapolis offense just can't move the ball. Like... I guess I guess Jonathan Williams had a good week, but yeah, I think the running game isn't necessarily that much worse without Mac. It's just like they just don't trust Brissett to like just. I mean, well, yeah, what, what, I mean Brissett was never gonna put up like a crazy amount. Yeah, what are, what are what are what are what are Brissett's yardage totals like this year? <laughs> yeah, so the last couple weeks it's been in in the like low lower one hundreds, which is not. He has, great. he has two games this year over three hundred passing yards, and like yeah. three hundred might sound like. You're setting a high bar, but that's just what the league is now. Like if you're not if you're not throwing for 300 passing yards, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Like you're an asshole. Yeah, I mean he's got he's got a lot more games in the 100s than he does in the 300s. So yeah, that's definitely a problem. But maybe Tannehill's the answer. I think I I think Tannehill's the answer. We've had a lot of like weird backup QBs become fantasy relevant this year. Like Minshew, Tannehill, yeah, Gardner Minshew being that really obvious one. Like even Jeff Driscoll had his kind of flash in the pan where like he was really useful. That might be over now, but this is the well. This is the thing that we said at the beginning. I said at the beginning of the year that um, I read this statistic that last year there were there were 40 quarterbacks that had a QB one week (laughs) last year. And it's just, it's like, it's just like guys, unless you're getting Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, don't draft a quarterback before like the tenth round. Yeah, you know, like just wait on it. It's just, you just you, you can just pick up Ryan Tannehill. Right, you can just, you can just pick up you just pick up Ryan Tannehill and have a QB one the whole year. Yeah, um, like I get to be, he didn't start the first half of the year. Right, but you yeah, know what I mean. But some way at midpoint of the season you can get some. All right, Jay, this is a tough loss for Jay. Yeah, um, he needed this one. It is not. It this is this was the big game this week. This is what was going to determine a lot for. Um, the last week, which I guess if Jay wins this game, then we literally don't have anything to talk about for the last week of the season. Yeah. For <laughs> so at least we get a little bit of drama. So, yeah. Um, but it's just, just a tough week for, for Jay. Carson Wentz starting at the top, only 12, <laughs> only 12 points. He didn't have any of his weapons out Wentz, there. Wentz and that offense look very well, bad well, right well, now. Well, I mean, part of it's that everyone is Deshaun, yeah. Deshaun Jackson out injured. Alshon Jeffrey out injured. I think Agawar was out injured. Yeah. He only had Zach Ertz and Zach, so Jordan Howard is out too. So like Jordan the whole Howard is out. Is, yeah. it's, so it's like that whole offense is just Zach Ertz and Miles Sanders uh-huh. and, and Dallas Goddard. Don't forget it. Who? Dallas Goddard. Who? <laughs> um. D- yeah. DJ Chark Jr. Five point eight. Uh, DJ Chark sounds like one of the names that would come from that that K and Peel East West Shrine. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Jonathan Williams eighteen point one. That's. People, yeah, that was pe- a... people. I feel like weren't people. I feel weren't quite sure how that backfield. I picked up Jordan Wilkins just kind of to see what with, would happen. With the beak, with the Colts back, just to see what would happen, and they really just fed Jonathan Williams. I was interested to see because I chose Bill Scarborough on waivers instead of Jonathan Williams, and then Williams put up eighteen point one, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> uh, and Scarborough ended up doing fine, so I feel okay about it. But like, yeah, Jonathan Williams looked pretty good. 120 yards and a touchdown, so yeah, you don't hate that. It remains to be seen how long Mac is going to be out. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I think for your team, you're not fighting for a playoff spot, so Scarborough's probably the like at the he's time. He's a better long term. Yeah, because yeah. because Mac might come back in a couple of weeks, and yeah, that, he might even be back this week. I don't know how yeah, long he's going to be. 
Jonathan Williams is not really worth much at that point. Um, uh, we mentioned last week uh, that it was kind of funny that Vance McDonald had been unowned for like several weeks. Uh, Jay picked him up, started him at tight end. He got one yard. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Good that's, job, Jay. That's kind of rough. Vance. Um, so, Giants, did they play in the later game? The Giants, no, they were in uh, the early window. Were they in the noon slate? It was a very sad game. I yeah. was going to say, why is Saquon in the flex? Uh, Just for shits? Don't know. So, I mean, I guess Jonathan Williams wasn't going to be in the flex, so either Saquon or Aaron Jones was going to go down there. So. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Was Green Bay San Fran noon, too? No, that was the Sunday night game. So then he fucked up. Oh, yeah, he should have gone. Aaron Jones in the flex. Yeah. Fuck you, Jay. Oh, well, he almost got it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, here. Yeah, it's a tough it's a tough blow for Jay because like Kyler on by, Adam Thielen on by. Yeah, that said, he um, lost this game by thirty three points. So like, I, I mean, know. I mean, maybe could have made the difference. I guess maybe. Like, I, like, like if he if he starts if he starts Kyler instead of Lenz and gets fifteen more points and starts Thielen instead yeah. of he would have needed pretty darn good games out of both of them, but definitely yeah, possible could have happened. Yeah, and Evan Ingram was injured too. And he, and he didn't get to start Harrison Butker. No. Josh Lambeau. Josh Lambeau. Eight points from Josh Lambeau. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we want to? Can I can I point out something that's weird? Yeah. What's that? So Josh Lambeau. It's just another example of the kicker shit kind of being fucked up. It says two for two field goals, zero for zero extra points, but he has eight. Riddle me that. Well, one of the field goals is a fifty yarder. Oh, fair. That's a good point. Good point, good point. I was wrong. Right. I have never claimed it. I am not perfect, okay? I've never claimed to be. All right? All right, do we want to do Henry Connor, uh, skip over Nick and Andrew? Why? Well, because I want to wait on that. Oh, fair. Yeah. More yeah. Yeah. It, looks yeah. like, it looks like Nick might be in real trouble there, uh, but we'll get back to that when it's a, a little more simple. <laughs> well, this, this, this matchup. <laughs> you, you, you look at this game and you're like, oh, this is going to be an easy dub for Nick. Going into Monday night, and it's just it's, yeah, right. Did you see, did you see, uh, Ebron got put on IR. I did, I did. Rip. All right, uh, are we doing the? Yeah, Henry yeah. Con- Con- Connor Henry, big, 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 big win for Henry. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Henry, like Jay, would have been in some fairly serious trouble if he had not won. Uh, and you know, he was playing the best team in the league, so this is a a huge win for him. Uh, some great performances up and down the lineup. Connor is just given um, the kind of mid tier guys kind of jockeying for position at the bottom of the bottom of the playoff pecking yeah. order. Just giving giving them some. Uh, it's like it's like when when Bill Self, uh, Kansas <laughs> Jayhawks, always always loses to Oklahoma State. <laughs> His alma mater, yeah. alma mater, just always you know throw the throw the old throw the old uh, alma mater a bone. Yeah, Connor's trying to throw. Uh, some of the guys down the bottom of a bone, you know. Well, unfortunately for Connor, he may have lost himself the number one seed. Uh, he's only going to be in second in the standings uh, after this week. Tim is going to be in number one. Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about Henry's team first because he won. Uh, Leonard Fournette was quite good. He had 28 points. Leonard Fournette's a beast. I think, yeah. So Fournette only had one touchdown this year coming into the game. And I've been seeing articles for weeks that are like, guys, like, Leonard Fournette is going to have to start scoring touchdowns eventually. He just gets way too much. Way too many touches to not score. And he had two this week on 33 touches, <laughs> which, oh, man. 33 touches. 33 touches That's for ridiculous. 159 yards and two touchdowns. So you got to oh, love that um, if you're Henry. 
Yeah, Fournette is like just this touch monster. Yeah, God. I drafted Fournette in the first round last year, and I really wish I'd gotten this guy instead of the guy who's just, like, constantly injured. Uh, it's funny because Leonard Fournette's usually the one who's constantly injured. Right, yeah, you kind of expect it. Uh, but this it, year, perfectly healthy. If he was getting uh, 33 touches in, like, week four, I'd be like, trade Leonard Fournette now. Yeah. Well, hey, he had uh, 31 touches in week four, so here he is. I would have been saying. Chugging along. He's had 30 or more touches in three games this year now. Yeah. Maybe he was just unlucky before. Coming into the I coming, I, I don't know. I think the logic is right there. Like coming into this year, Leonard Fournette hadn't had like a a season where he didn't miss any games until, yeah. since like his like sophomore year of high school. Uh-huh. Or yeah, something he's like that. kind of a distressed asset in fantasy now because yeah, people had kind of finally started to buy into the injury prone thing, and all of a sudden here he is with a yeah. injury free year thus far. So, um, other big notes on Henry's team got a big game from Young Ho. Young Ho! We're a, um, young, we're, we're a big Young ben, Ho podcast. I, I have bad news. Uh, it's not actually pronounced Young Ho. No! Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's apparently pronounced Young Way, which I don't quite get spelling-wise, but, you know, Korea. Uh, but yeah, Young Way Koo is his name. I heard it said several times yesterday on broadcast, and I, I was really sad. Uh, <laughs> but Young Ho Koo, the Falcons kicker. Nice pickup by Henry. I kind of wanted him, but then Henry actually guided me on waivers for a kicker, which was not great. Yeah, you'll you'll uh, you'll play the you'll play the uh, you'll play the. <laughs> it worked out. Whatever I'm trying to say. Um, I'm kind of surprised. I didn't know that Young Ho Koo was Korean. Yeah, of course. Uh, what do you mean, of course? His name starts with the word Young. It's got to be Korean. Well, I mean, there's no like, there's no like park in it though, or like, <laughs> or like Kim. That's fair, I guess. You know, there's... Yeah, Park and Kim are I, kind of the two. I feel like there are... And Sun, yeah. It's yeah. like those three last names are like 80% of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, just an update on the Kalen Balage drama. Balage. Uh, blah. Uh, he's much worse than Blah. Uh, so, he had another week below two yards average on carries. <laughs> Seven carries for 13 yards, but he did have one catch for 13, which like drastically increases his uh, yards per reception, I'm sure. So, God. <laughs> Eight touches for 26 yards. Like, um, I'll shout out Henry for the... Henry did not start him, though, so it's fine. I'm going to shout out Henry for the Russell Gage pickup. Yeah. Um, I was... We'll get to my team, my uh, my my shitty waiver... Or not shitty waiver, shitty bye week situation this week. I was kind of eyeing who I wanted to pick up. And I was, like, kind of waiting to see if Juju was going to play. And I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to like kind of hang tight. And then I was like, I saw T.Y. was coming back. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to drop Pascal so that I, um, so I, so I don't get fucked by the ESPN not letting you drop players after they play mm-hmm. thing. So I, so I dropped Pascal and I was like, all right, who do I want to start? Do I want James Washington or do I want Russell Gage was kind of the other guy I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Henry picked up Russell Gage, so yeah. it made it made my decision easier. I, you, got, you got ten targets in this yeah. game. Um, he's benefiting from the Mohamed Sanu trade. Um, he's he's had a pretty solid target count the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty savvy. I'm, and I'm saying this because like I, I I am very sure that Henry won't drop him at this point. If he if Russell Gage had had like two points this week. I probably wouldn't be saying anything because I'd kind of be hoping Henry would just drop him so then I could scoop him up. Of course, then, if he only got two points, would you even have this opinion, you know? That's a good point. Anyway, I think it's a, I think it's a savvy pickup from Henry. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. 
let's should we talk about Connor's team? Yeah, let's do it. Kyle uh, Allen. Not a bad week from Kyle Allen. Yeah, a great bounce back week from him. Uh yeah, interesting decision from Connor to not start Russell Wilson and to trust <laughs> Kyle Allen. Wow. I'm guessing that Connor just didn't set his lineup. Because yeah. it wasn't Wilson on bye last week, so Allen was in. That sounds about right. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain that was the thing, because Allen was total ass last week. <laughs> uh, but then turned it around and had, like, maybe the best game of his career. Scored, week, scored more than Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah, like a lot more. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it worked out. <laughs> I, mean, I wonder how many people in fantasy made that. <laughs> this is started Kyle Allen over Russell Wilson. Seems unlikely, yeah. Uh, yeah, Wilson wasn't very good in a low-scoring game. But Kyle yeah. Allen, yeah. Henry lucked out because he needed a win this week, but Dalvin Cook was on by. Yeah, uh, I think, honestly, that might have done it because, yeah, Henry's going to win by exactly 10 points, and I think Dalvin Cook probably wins in this game. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty huge. Uh, Man, Derrick Henry. uh, I feel like we haven't really talked about him that much, but he's RB4. Uh, He's another guy, a lot like Fournette. Yeah, I I very much pair them together. Yeah, I mean, same division, like, same, similarly, like... Big SEC running back, like run run heavy off college. run heavy offenses. Yeah, they're both just like huge guys too. Both of these teams just want their quarterbacks to just not fuck up, just be game managers, uh-huh. and they just give both of these running backs just fucking twenty five carries every game. Yeah, at least that's the goal. Uh-huh. And Derrick Henry had been really disappointing up until right around week, right around this time last season. Uh, when he really took off, and and people were kind of like, eh, like I don't know if he can do that the whole year. They were giving him like twenty five carries a game, and he was getting like two hundred yards or something. Yeah, uh, he had like a crazy playoff run. Uh, but then it turns out, yeah, he he can do it all year. Like he's been great. Um, well, his floor has been great, and his ceiling has well, been good. Well, they just good. give him the ball so much. It, he has at least thirteen carries in every single game. He has he has two games. He has he has two games under ten points this year. Yeah, two games under ten points. And then he has, what is this, one, two, three, four games over 20 points. Yeah. He's so. scored a touchdown in, uh, what is this, eight of 11 games. So that's, yeah, uh, incredible consistency. Uh, and the, one of the other knocks that people had on him is that he just doesn't catch many balls. And that is true. I mean, he is not doing that this year either. But the on-the-ground volume is more than enough to, to make him a really good fantasy option. So. He's probably going to be a first round pick next year. You know, a lot of these guys were kind if of solidifying in the picture. If you're right? if you're if you're a top five running back, you're a first round pick. Yeah, yeah, it's like not even a question. People people follow the points, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to be fair, it's like probably like at the end of the day, it's stats, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, if he does this again, he, like he's very much worth a first round pick, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and it doesn't seem like anything is particularly unsustainable about this line, right. except staying right. healthy. And that's know? the thing, like you could say, like, oh, is it sustainable? But the thing, the thing is, like, like. Derrick Henry proved it this year, right? Like he yeah. proved that. He, so let's say, let's say there's like a like a fifty percent chance that he does it again next year. It's like there's a fifty percent chance that he doesn't. But if you compare him to a guy like James Conner, yeah, it, right. there's there's probably with, with, there, with every there, running right, back, right, there, there's like yeah. is there what's the percent chance that James Conner next year has a Derrick Henry esque year? It's probably thirty percent. So mm-hmm. you so you pick you pick Derrick Henry, right? It's like yeah. that kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, just a big win for Henry. Even bigger considering that Jay, Jay lost. So mm-hmm. it's setting up this last week of uh, theatrics. Yeah, so uh, like we kind of mentioned before, Henry's looking pretty good for the playoffs. Uh, all, you know, all he has to do is win his game. Uh, even if he doesn't do that, 
if Quinn loses, then he's good. Or if Henry can outscore Jay by more than four-ish points, then he's good. So Henry's got a lot of avenues to make the playoffs. He should be feeling pretty good about his team. All right, do we want to move on to... So if Henry loses, or, or if... Uh... So if Henry loses, mm-hmm. but he outscores Jay by, like, five points, he still makes the playoffs? Yeah. And, well, and if Quinn... Regardless so, of Quinn's so, 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 yeah. So if Quinn wins, Henry loses, but Henry outscores Jay by, like, five points, Yeah. So, so that would be Henry and Quinn? Yeah, so if, so if Quinn wins and Henry loses, then it becomes uh, Quinn is in, and Henry and Jay just have the points. Right. Whoever has the most points gets in. And the other one does not. So that's the one scenario where Quinn makes it. Uh, yeah. All right. There's still time left in this. Uh, yeah. Let's do right. one of our games let's first. Let's just do both. Let's just do creeping in. Let's just do both of our games. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean Nick is creeping in? He they they're still at. Well, is my is my lagging? Uh, he's at eighty two point five now. Oh my! I need to refresh. Can ESPN just like refresh automatically? Well, mine is doing it. Mine's uh, not. All right. Uh, let's let's do my game. I kind of want to. Uh, complain not that much though rest in peace my team uh officially out of out of playoff contention uh, would, if you had won this week would you have still been in contention weren't you just out were um, you were you out going into the week well i i was uh not in playoff position but i would have still uh it was more like points scored like if i had scored like 120 this week i would still be in things it didn't help uh, that henry scored 100 points um, okay but yeah uh it was nice to get George Kittle back. Uh, George and Kittle. And he had, like, the best game of his season uh, with well over 100 yards. He had a 60-yard touchdown catch, so that was nice. Uh, and like we mentioned earlier, Bo Scarborough had a pretty good game. But, yeah, everyone else is kind of disappointing. Oh, yeah, you had Rip Mike Evans. Yeah, it was a weird week because, like, going into the week, I you know, they, they show you, like, where their opponents are ranked in terms yeah. of how many points they give up, and all my guys had green. So, like, it was playing bad defenses, you know? Like, Mike yeah. Evans was playing the Falcons. Like, that should have been great. He wasn't very good. Like, Marvin God, Jones... But Godwin had 30. Yeah, right. <laughs> Marvin Jones was playing Washington, and, like, they're not very good, and he, you know, didn't have a great game. Like, uh, Matt Ryan, especially, <laughs> playing the Buccaneers, like, the worst pass defense in the league, only put up 10 points somehow. Like, did not have a passing touchdown. Yeah. So it turns out that maybe Matt Ryan is just kind of slumping now. Uh, we had sort of thought that it was just it had to do with the Falcons' defense getting much better and Matt Ryan not having to throw all the time. But in this game, they were losing pretty much the whole game, and Ryan couldn't do anything either. So wait, shit, who has Julio? Uh, Connor does. Yeah. Is Julio hurt? Uh, he left briefly, but he came back. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, kind of a disappointing week for a few of my guys. Uh, Matt Ryan was the twenty sixteen MVP. Yeah, people forget. But has he lost it? Maybe. He's averaging 18.6. He, he was really good the first, I don't know, six or seven weeks of the season. But, uh, yeah, since then, not very good. Since his injury, actually, which is a little concerning. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did he hurt again? Uh, it was an ankle. He sprained his ankle pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to talk that much more about my team. Yeah, uh, remember We're what... just kind of hoping for a consolation championship now, so... Ooh, just you better beat Joe. Otherwise, you might not make it for to the consolation. Well, you don't. Everyone makes it to the consolation then. Everyone gets a medal. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's look at your bench, 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 bench. Gus Edwards is getting a little run. Yeah, that's good to see. 
Yeah, I um, mostly have Gus Edwards for the speculative. Uh, if Ingram gets hurt, I'm, then th- Gus Edwards. No, is that's like a good. Top ten running no, back. That's good. <laughs> this this is the time of year where you should pick up handcuffs. Like, mm-hmm. that's a that's a good ad. I'm I'm, I'm I, if I didn't get I I am very annoyed with week 12 being the bye week where I get fucked uh-huh. because it means I have to like burn roster when I could be rostering someone like Gus Edwards or like you know but instead I need to just you know play play fuck you roulette with a tight end this week and it's like ugh it's just kind of annoying yeah um Brian Hill rip Brian Hill rip rip Brian yeah, Hill's man. hype remember remember when Brian Hill had hype he was a couple on the, weeks he was, ago. It's the Ty Johnson trajectory. You, know, he, you get all the hype going because the starter gets injured, and then you just kind of suck immediately. Brian Hill, like, uh, Brian Hill's uh, relevance. He was like the top waiver ad. Like was it two, two weeks, weeks ago. two weeks yeah. ago? So it was like Brian Hill, November tenth, twenty nineteen to to November seventeenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, um, he has not looked very good. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard's out. David Johnson's on bye, which is actually probably pretty helpful for you because <laughs> at you least know, I know. At least, to play him. at least you do not yeah, play him. He will him. not be starting next. Week, <laughs> so we'll say that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's let's go to Tim's team. Yeah. Put up ninety eight. Well, well, so yeah. Ingram is Ingram is still in. Tim is really finishing it off well with Ingram here has multiple touchdowns in this uh, Ravens game because uh, I was actually ahead of ahead of Tim going into Monday Night Football, but he's gotten like thirty points out of Ingram and Mark Andrews. Uh, so yet another game of mine that will not be uh, close. <laughs> we were talking about this earlier in the week, Ben, but I have not played a single fantasy game this year that was decided by less than 17 points. So, like either way, like one way. Yeah, in either way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I, it's been uh, sort of a boring year for me. Well, to be fair, going into Monday night, like... It's like, at least you have all of Monday to be like, oh, my game is close. That's true. Yeah. Not that I really had a good shot. I was not up by nearly enough to make this truly realistic. Uh, That's true. You I had... basically needed Ingram to get hurt right away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and all even I... that, it would have been pretty iffy. You know? The classic Monday night, I'm up by five points. I need my, the one guy on my opponent's team to get, just get injured. Yeah. That's like, that's like <laughs> such a, it's like such a classic thing. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Mark Ingram though, um, Along the kind of Derek Derek Henry Leonard Fournette line, we haven't talked about Mark Ingram a ton this year. I think it's mostly because he gets overshadowed on Tim's team by Zeke and Nick Chubb. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ingram has had a great year. I I think he will be a first round pick next year, if not a first round top fifteen. I think I think yeah, we're looking like early second round. Like he's RB nine right now. Did I you did you did you like that top fifteen? Yeah, <laughs> the first pick of the second round. I could definitely see that for Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, I don't know, he, he's just a little older, I think is kind of the main thing yeah. that I would make me a little worried about. Yeah. I've him. been very impressed with Mark Ingram though, because people were saying, you know, he was the, he was the kind of 1B in New Orleans last year to Camara, and you know, he's going to Baltimore, you're not quite sure how that offense is going to look, but yeah. pretty much just because Lamar Jackson has been insane, that, that offense has just been a powerhouse, and it's provided a lot of opportunities for Mark Ingram. Um, yeah. He's had a really good year. I've been really impressed. I was – I I'm generally – like, I'm pretty – I'm pretty fine with risk in fantasy, but something that, like, I, I kind of struggle with is – when players switch teams, I'm yeah. just like I'm just like a little bit too much of a pussy to draft <laughs> like because Mark Ingram probably was like a third or fourth round. Third, I think, yeah. F- fourth, fortieth overall, fourth round. Okay. Um, I'm just like that high in the draft. I'm just like I'm kind of a pussy. 
I just like yeah. I just like pretty good value in the fourth round. I don't. I just don't draft. I I I I just you know don't really feel comfortable drafting guys switching teams that early. Mm -hmm. Um, but Ingram's had a really good year. He only has a few games where he really hurt you. Like even when he even his third and fourth lowest scoring games this year are nine point four, nine point one. Even those aren't terrible. Yeah. He only has he only has two games this year less than nine. Um. Yeah, it's pre- pretty pretty good. good. Um, and yeah, he just scores a lot of touchdowns. So. Yeah, God, this three headed monster on Nick's team just like every Tim. He did this every Tim. week where, where you like don't know that this is Tim's team. <laughs> you like always say some other name. It's either Tom or Nick usually. Yeah, I don't give I don't give Tim any respect. <laughs> I think it's because when I look at Tim's team name, I see the question mark. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. Maybe Zeke isn't on this team. And I'm like, Zeke, who? And then I'm like, wait, whose team is this? <laughs> um, yeah. He God, just Tim always just getting, just getting fifty points every week from those three guys. Yeah, I mean, just, having three top ten running backs, <laughs> fourteen team league. I mean, uh, like literally, Tim doesn't have much else on his team. Uh, like he's got great tight ends and great running backs, and that's more than enough. To, it doesn't, but in a fourteen a in a fourteen team right. league, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. uh-huh. yeah, like, um, yeah, AJ Green. I would probably drop AJ Green at this he's point. Not he, he, he's yeah. not, and, and even if he does play, like it's gonna, it's, he's gonna, like, <laughs> right. like let's say. Although, let's, did you hear the news? Andy Dalton is back. Is he really? Yeah, they're gonna start Dalton. Yeah, like, to end the Ryan Finley experiment. I I think uh, I think I think that's mostly just ownership. Why did it not finish the season? They want to get a win. They want to yeah. get a win. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, AJ Green is not come, like. Why would AJ Green come back? Yeah, like right. it's like oh, guy, maybe it's to get my team a win. I I would be down for AJ Green to come back in like week seventeen, and like he get he has like a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I'd be down. I, that'd be kind of funny. Um. Devin Singletary just can't crack the lineup because uh, yeah, poor Singletary. Because these because these three just studs up in the. Tim Tim texted me about trading uh, Singletary away right before the deadline, and uh, there's like, wasn't enough time to work something out or something. But yeah, he, that would have made sense for him because yeah, there's no way that Singletary is going to start unless one of the uh, three running backs gets hurt. I think it was a good embargo on your part. I didn't mean to. I definitely would have taken. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do shit. I need all the help I can get. As as someone who as someone who as someone who didn't get a text from Tim, he probably just saw you. It was just a classic like trading outside of the division thing, because he was he was probably like, well, Evan's team kind of blows, yeah. So fair. I'll I'll trade him to Evan. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, also, fun fact: this is the first time Tim has ever beaten me in this league. I was six oh, and zero against him. That so. is a fun fact. Yeah. What else is like? I've never lost to Joe, right? Uh, yeah, I have to here. Let me. Ah, wait, I'll I'll talk. I'll start talking about some other stuff. Uh, go to your go to your game. Um, Stefan Diggs was on by. Austin Hooper is Austin Hooper hurt for a yeah, while? Yeah, he is. He's out. Is he out for the year? No, he. Remember we talked about this last week. Like he's probably gonna be back soonish. It sounds. But like. the thing is, you can't. You need to stop it with this soonish stuff. Like the season is ending soon. Yeah, but I mean, you it know? might be like. And and even if you say like, oh, he'll come back for the for week fifteen. It's like you have to make it to the semis mm-hmm. first. You know, I don't know. All right, Ben. The only you remaining gotta get drop happy. The only remaining matchups that are like that. You are six and zero against Joe. Ha. Uh, Just like Bucky. Let's see. Ethan is five and zero against Tony, and Tim is five and zero against Jay. Surprisingly, uh, so those are the only three. Wait, what was the second one? Uh, Ethan is five and zero against Tony. 
How have Ethan and Tony only played five times? Or actually, no, that one ended too, uh, because uh, Tony beat Ethan this week. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there are only two left. It's Ben six and zero against Joe and Tim five and zero against Jay. So, there you go. I wonder. I wonder what. I wonder what it's like to live in a world where Ben has lost to Joe. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, Joe has beaten every other team in the league. Well, I Joe had this. Joe tweeted a while back, like his like, it was like his little cousin. It was like when the Gophers were playing the Badgers last year, and his like, Joe's like little cousin was like, like have the Gophers ever beaten the Badgers? Or something? <laughs> it was like something like cute like that. And I'm like, so, I, I don't know why I remembered that, but it's just kind yeah. of funny. All right, Ben, we're gonna move on to your game. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um. So my team this week, Dak had six point nine. Nice. Um, McCaffrey made up for it. Uh, McCaffrey made up. You don't say. McCaffrey made up for my team, just like he does every week. McCaffrey is my team. Thank God I have McCaffrey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Miles Sanders. I was reasonably impressed with Miles Sanders. Um, I was upset yep. last week because. Jordan Howard was out last week, but they kept giving the ball to Boston Scott. And I was like, why are they giving the ball to Boston Scott? And then Jay Ajayi, they were saying, um, Doug Peterson was coming out this week. He was saying, Jay Ajayi will have some kind of a role. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, I was like, Miles Sanders is going to have like two points. 8.6, I'll take it. Yeah, it turned out all right. Robert Woods, he's, you know, there's still some time left in this game. I'm guessing they just yanked all the starters. Like yeah, they're, they're, they're currently down by 39 They're points. down 30-something points. Oh, no. <laughs> the Ravens' offense is broken. Um, you mean the Rams? Ravens' Rams. offense, not broken. Ravens' offense Decidedly is not, not broken. broken. <laughs> Sorry, I'm tired. It's late. Um, James Washington, I was talking about a little bit about this before. Keenan Allen is on by and Christian Kirk is on by. I was in bye week hell. I had to. I had to just and Robert Woods was almost out this week for his personal reasons. Oh uh, yeah. But then I I got I caught wind that mid last week that people thought he was gonna, you know, because he wasn't injured right. Uh-huh. Um and so I could have benched him for Zach Pascal and gotten zero points from Zach Pascal on Thursday night football. But I was like, I'm just gonna drop Zach Pascal because like. He plays too early, and you can't drop players after they play. Mm-hmm. So, um, or after if they're on if they're on your bench, you can't drop them after their team plays. So I had to go waiver wire hunting, and I took a fire on James Washington, and it paid off. James Washington had one big play, one big score. Um, so he had a he had a good week, fifteen point eight. Um, Jacob Hollister, he was wide open on a touchdown. Russell Wilson, like. Ten feet away. Oh yeah, I saw this play. I, oh I, god, it's I was, a, like literally like a like a yeah maybe a ten foot pass. It was no one in the way I, at all. I, I had just air mail. I, my 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 eyes widened. Uh-huh. I saw Russell Wilson. This is like the ball's on like the eight yard line. Yeah. Wilson's rolling out to his right. There's like one guy kind of in between him and Hollister. But he's like not threatening at all. No. And 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 Russell Wilson just skies it. He he is he is like he is like ten yards away from Jacob Hollister. And there's nobody around Jacob Hollister. There's this one defender in between Wilson and Hollister, just in no man's land. Uh-huh. And Wilson just air mails. It's it. funny too, because like it's Russell Wilson, like the most accurate passer in the league. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was uh-huh. I, I was like because at that point, like I was probably gonna be like I don't know, 
because Ryan like started Philip Dorsett, who was out and out. But I was like, I was still like pretty nervous at that point. So uh, Raheem Mostert was really bad for most of the game last night, but just had a touchdown. Garbage time touchdown. Had a garbage time touchdown, so that was pretty lit. Um, but yeah, besides that, yeah, most of my most of my good players were on by. All right, Ryan's team. Ryan's team. Ryan just had a shitty week. Yeah, it was rough for Ryan. Um, He's gonna have two guys with negative points, assuming the Rams defense stays negative. Oh man, that's not what you want. That is not what you want. <laughs> uh, you know, you never want your defense to give up forty five points. Uh, and James White ended up with negative yardage as well. Um, plus, Philip Dorsett didn't play. Um, and to to add a little salt to the wound, uh, you know, if Ryan had had noticed that Dorsett wasn't gonna play, he probably would have started. He would have started either AJ Brown or Robbie Anderson, both of whom scored uh, well into the teens. Well, so. so the the thing with the thing with Dorsett though is um, that was on, or a Sunday afternoon. Well, yeah. So they like, they were they were the three o'clock slate. So Robbie Anderson yeah. would not have been an option, but AJ Brown would have been an option. I was keeping an eye on this. Oh, that's true. They were late too. I yeah. was keeping an eye on this. He could have subbed in AJ Brown for Dorsett. Mm-hmm. But I uh, just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So that was pretty clutch for me. It turns out it wouldn't have mattered, but <laughs> yeah. it could have mattered. Yeah. Had had two of his other players not scored. Well, it's yeah. funny. Like I think you know maybe you did this earlier in the year, Ben. You, you maybe looked ahead in your schedule and you saw you were playing Ryan in Week Twelve and that Patrick Mahomes was going to be on by, and you probably thought, "Well, that's lit." Like, who the hell knows what Ryan is going to get from his QB that week? And <laughs> the one thing that really did work for Ryan's team this week was the QB. Jameis Winston had a great game. Uh, 24 points, but that was uh, uh, far too high of a percentage of Ryan's total points this week. It was a lot of fun. I was I was riding in a car back from Des Moines. Uh, another weekend in Iowa. Another, another weekend in Iowa. I was riding in a car back from Des Moines yesterday, and uh, man, that was yesterday. Feels so long ago. Um, I was in a car riding back from Des Moines, and this guy in the front passenger seat had... NFL red zone on his phone. <laughs> so he just, he just burned into that. Yeah. I, was, I was like, so this guy is like, this guy was like kind of crazy. He was like, he was like also doing like uh draft Kings shit. Nice. This, guy, this guy was like kind of a psycho. Uh-huh. So he just, he just, he just throws up red zone. He probably had like a hotspot or some shit. He throws oh. it on, he throws it on the middle console and, and oh my god, NFL Red Zone is just like the most overwhelming. Well, I, do you not watch Red Zone? No, yeah, I do not. I watch Red Zone every week. It takes a little bit of getting used that, to that. It, yeah. Like, you, there is no rest. Oh, yeah, nothing. I, I was in this car and I was just like, for like three hours, I was just like, it was just like, here's a play, here's a play, yeah. here's a play. There was like no. It's, it's really there, nuts that like. Uh, Scott Hansen, the host, just doesn't take a break. Like he literally doesn't go to the bathroom for seven hours, and and is on air continuously that entire time. It's yeah, bonkers. It yeah. is. It is crazy. Anyway, what I'm getting at is, it was a lot of fun watching the Buccaneers uh, play because yeah. it was because I knew I was playing Jameis, and so it'd be like. It'll be like, oh hey, Jameis threw a pick right away. That's great. And then, and then he goes, and it's like, oh, he th- he 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 just threw a fifty yard touchdown to Chris Godwin. <laughs> yeah. And they just did that a couple more and, times. And then it's yeah. like, oh, another pick. And it was just, uh, it was just, it was just, it was a uh, fun back and forth with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was fun. Huge, huge win for me. Uh, it was, I pretty much eliminated that clinches the spot. Yeah. And that definitely. that that clinched it for me, and it also eliminated Ryan. Yep. So mm-hmm. sorry, Ryan. Um, sorry, sorry, but um, I'm trying to think of something sassy. I can. I don't know, I'm too tired. 
I'll think. I'll think something. Maybe right. you should, maybe you shouldn't have rostered Gronk for yeah twelve weeks. Maybe you could have had someone something something something. All right, so we got one game left that we haven't talked about yet, and that's Nick versus Andrew. I'm willing to call it now. Uh, there's only three and a half minutes left in this Rams game, and I'm assuming their starters are not really playing. I think Andrew is gonna somehow win this game. That is uh, man. He went wow. into he went into Monday night up. Let's see what do these guys have. So these guys have four point three. So he he went into Monday night up less than seven points, and Nick had Cooper Cup and Todd Gurley going, and Andrew is gonna win with like multiple points to spare. Uh, because the Rams are getting demolished, man. That, the, the escape act continues for Andrew. I mean, like truly astounding. This is really tough uh, for Nick. It's like if if you told well, if you told me like if you were like, hey Ben, get rid of all of your players, get rid of all of the other team's players, just have your whole week just ride on. Do you think Gurley and Cup can combine for more than seven, seven points? points? Yeah, and I'll be like, I'll be like. Yeah, I'll I'll just take I'll just take that. Uh-huh. Um, brutal. Well, and actually, so all of those playoff scenarios that I've been talking about about before, Nick really kind of slides right down into that morass. So now, like I have been just assuming that Nick would win this game throughout. Uh, so Nick is a, is going to be six and six. He'll be tied with Henry and Quinn on record. Uh, Nick does have uh, a good amount more points than Henry, uh, about ten more. Um, but it's certainly not a given. So I think now. We really more have more like three te- or four teams for three Ooh, spots. Nick Henry, watch out! What happened? Oh God! One of those guys got points. It was Cup. Cup, Cup just got some points. Oh no! It's happening. Okay, I'm just gonna throw the sound, <laughs> the sound off. Uh, this is not gonna be distracting on air at all. Um, but yeah, we're gonna watch this final Rams drive and commentate. Uh, yeah, so Nick, essentially the stakes are, if Nick wins this game, he is pretty much in the playoffs. That, like, Cause he has, something very Because he has so many points scored. Yeah, there's just, well, and he would be just a game above the fray, essentially. I mean, he still looks, he's, uh, he's still very likely to make it, even if he doesn't win this game. Nick also plays Tony next week, um, and if he can win that one, he would be in too, so... He's still definitely got some buffer. So, so let's say Nick loses this week, six and six. Mm. So if he beats Tony next week, seven and six, then he is in. Yeah. He's in. Yep. So it doesn't. It doesn't. Really All he really has to do is beat Tony next week. But yeah, uh, this would be kind of a crushing loss given the situation. Um. Yeah, oblig- obligatory. Andrew keeps getting lucky. Man, it, it's like truly. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! We're at the two minute warning. This is gonna take forever. Yeah, I'm trying to bring it up here. Why the hell are the Rams still putting their starters in? It might be that kind of thing where, like, you just don't have enough players to, like, remove all your starters, <laughs> you know? Fair. I guess. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this this would be really rough for Nick, uh, especially he got a really nice week from Jarvis Landry, put up 27 points. He had a couple touchdowns pretty early on in that game, actually. Uh, Michael Thomas continued to do his thing. He had 16 points. Uh, interestingly, Michael Thomas still not wide receiver number one. Mike Evans somehow still has more points than him. I I, I like well, looked. I well, like, it, probably, it probably didn't update. Yeah, uh, that might that might be true. I'm not really sure when ESPN updates those. Um, but yeah, I, other than those two guys, it was a, kind of a disappointing week for Nick's team. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was not very good. Obviously, getting destroyed by the Niners. Uh, Chris Carson, I think, had a pretty concerning game too. He fumbled twice. Um, and it looks like now maybe he's going to have to share the job with Rashad Penny. 
um, just given that Carson has had some really serious fumble issues this year. I think he's like leading the NFL in fumbles for non QBs. So that could be a problem, uh, especially because not for fantasy though. Well, in terms of like the points lost on the fumbles, that's not a problem. But like you know, if they're gonna start giving him the ball less because he fumbles all the time, yeah. then that's a problem. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a tough. This will be a tough blow for Nick if this doesn't work out. Yeah. Um. It's funny. I said Travis Landry is just like his whole team this week. Well, you um, had a couple other like Michael Thomas is good. That that is kind of it though. Joey Sly, uh, the Panthers kicker, somehow got nine fantasy points despite totally blowing that game for his team. He missed two extra points and a field a twenty eight yard field goal in that game, but still got nine fantasy points. So. Way to go, Joey Sly. Joey Sly was kicker one for a while. Yeah. You guys remember that? That Panthers offense is really geared towards field goals, it seems like. They get a lot of field goals. <laughs> Galaxy brand. <laughs> what if field goals are the market efficiency, inefficiency? Uh, I don't know. We want to talk about Andrew? Um, Anything else on Nick? No, not really. Um, I'm, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to look at the standings and figure out, like, I don't think it really matters if Nick loses. Well, it definitely does. I mean, well, you know what I, you know what I'm trying if, to say. If he though. if he loses next week, <laughs> well, he's not gonna lose next week. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Like, if he won this week, it wouldn't matter. It actually wouldn't matter if he, like, I don't know. Like Tony would have beaten him this week. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, <laughs> you never know. That's uh, fair. Um, so let's say Nick loses this week and next week. Is he just out? Or is it, does no, it come it's out? a similar thing to what Henry and Jay had going on. Uh, <laughs> There's just one more. Per- so it's essentially, yeah. so it's essentially four guys playing for three spots at that point. Like at that point, it would have so if well, Nick, that, it would be like if Nick loses and Quinn wins and uh, Henry wins or passes Nick on points and Jay passes Nick on points. So it's like a whole host of things have to happen. But you know if. Nick only is, has a really bad week next week for whatever reason and only scores like 70 points, like he's probably out. Uh, if Connor, if Quinn can win against Connor, which... Who does Nick play next? Oh, yeah. Nick plays Tony. Tony. Yeah. It's funny because like all of these people except Jay, who's playing Tom, all of them have easy games. Nick is playing Tony, which should be a win. Henry's playing Ryan, which I think should be a win. Uh, well, then Quinn against Connor. That is not an easy game. I take it back. <laughs> That's an easy game for Connor. <laughs> but... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So this did just get somewhat more interesting. I got this. Uh... Assuming that uh, nothing happens here, it, it is now fourth down with uh, under two minutes to go. The Rams have the ball, so this might be next final stand here. Are they going to punt? No, they are not punting. They are not punting. Cooper Cup is on the field. All right. Goff drops back to pass. Fires it over the middle. Oh, it's a first down, but it's not Cooper Cup. Is this Josh Reynolds? It looks like... Is that, that Woods? Is that Woods? I think it's Woods. Woods is 17. It is Woods. <laughs> nice nice little 40-yard game for Ben right there. Hey, there we <laughs> go. <Robert Woods. laughs> All right, well, Nick theoretically stays alive. He needs like 15 more yards Good for one of those two guys. Good for Woods. Getting a roll run in. Yeah, there you go. Stretching the legs a little bit. Yeah. He's up to 90 yards. All right, another, another catch for Woods. The Rams are driving. Oh man, this is coming right down Woods, to the wire. We just got ten more yards. Doing this live on air. This is this is like I wanted us to do this at least one time. Yeah, it's just uh-huh. it definitely makes more sense to record on Tuesday most of the time. But this is good that we have this specific. Situation. To be to be fair, the reason why we're doing this on Monday is because before we started doing the podcast, 
you said that you just want this to be like a convenient thing because like we'd be watching Monday Night Football anyway. Yeah, that was like it turns out. It turns out it's hard to make this podcast in twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second and two for the Rams from the twenty-two yard line. So Cooper Cup needs how Cooper many yards? Cup needs Fifteen he, yards he's... to pass uh, Andrews' team. Oh, oh, oh! Oh, Cup dropped oh, it, and the cup. Ravens picked it off. Oh, uh, I mean, it wouldn't, wow. have been enough, it wouldn't have been enough yardage. It would have been close, though. But No, but, that was or, only like seven the, but, yards. So if, he gets, if, he, if he gets one more catch after that. Right, I mean, it would have kept would have kept Nick alive, but wow, man, the dagger. They went to Cup. They went to Cup, too. Oof. All right, well, there it is. Andrew gets another win. Uh, Andrew's going to be tied for first place. God, uh, he's going to be tied by that for I mean fucking in second. He's going to be nine and three with forty less points than me. <laughs> I'm in twelfth place. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes it's just your year, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is Andrew the team of destiny? It might be. Well, importantly for Andrew, this definitely. I mean, now, now he is clinched. Top a, four. Uh, top four. Top, Which, top three. So well, this is choice. that. That's yeah. actually huge for Andrew because uh, Evan and I were talking about this before we started recording, was that if Andrew had lost today and then I beat him next week, he he falls to eight and five. And there's like a, there is a situation. There's like a, you know, a reasonable situation that happens where Andrew falls into the, Bottom four, and he just gets picked first overall by yeah. uh, whoever has the first. By Tim, presumably. Yeah. But yeah. Now Andrew's gonna. But now Andrew, Andrew you know, have some choice in who he plays in the first round, which is always nice. Andrew locking himself into the top four is pretty big, just because now he avoids Tim or Connor mm-hmm. in the first round. Yep. Um, which he absolutely got picked first overall if he had yeah. fallen into that five through eight. Um. So yeah, that was kind of exciting. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, yeah. Andrew's team this week. Uh, Jander Hopkins was really good on Thursday night football. Oh yeah, we have to actually talk about Andrew's. Yeah, team. he had two touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen doing his normal thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was like it was, it was eight, just a solid week. Eighty-five for points is very average, and yeah, a lot of these guys. Uh, week. Performances. It was a week, week, <laughs> week, week from Lockett because Wilson was also bad. Yeah, it was just a, a low-scoring game there in Philly. Yeah, Andrew's gonna have to find a tight end replacement. Have fun. Mm. Have well, fun, have fun scouring the waiver waiver wire. I I do I do know one tight end who is available that I'm sure Andrew will be interested in, but I won't say the name. Is it Jack Doyle? No, it's Jack. Somebody Doyle. has Jack Doyle. Oh. Yeah, uh, I think Ryan does. Right. All right. All right. Uh, but we'll we'll talk off air. I don't want to. I don't want to make it too easy on it. Well, though the thing is, was if it was Jack Doyle, I was just gonna. It like seemed it seemed yeah, like it was. It was not Jack Doyle. Okay. Um, but there is someone else who is available. Uh, who he'll probably be interested in. So Jim uh, Klein Saucer. Uh, actually, it wasn't gonna go with Jim Klein Saucer. Yeah, hybrid fullback tight end Jim Klein Saucer. <laughs> Gronk. Ooh. Ooh. Fair. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Ronald Jones, good week. I once again I eat crow on Ronald. Did Jones. he get a touchdown? Or, yeah. yeah, fifty yards and a touchdown. Yeah. I, I once again eat crow on Ronald Jones. He's good now. He was bad last year, but he's good now. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you were bad and then you work hard and then you get good. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> or just the coaching staff doesn't hate you for reasons unknown. <laughs> well, I don't know. He was a he was a second round pick, healthy scratch. There had to be something he wasn't doing right. Maybe. You're not a the coaching staff is just gonna be like, oh well, let's just not give a second round pick a chance if he's halfway decent. I don't know. Football coaching staffs can be fucking weird some of the time with that kind of thing. Um 
Kareem Hunt. What did Kareem Hunt do again? He like beat up his girlfriend, pushed her down. No, the he he shoved a woman. Oh, that was the thing in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like video of it. Yeah, God, yeah. that wasn't even bad. Not that bad. <laughs> free Kareem Hunt. <laughs> well, I guess he is freed now. He's playing. Uh, yeah. Um, touchdown. First first touchdown as a Brown. Good job. Good job, Cream Hunt. I, we're a Team Cream Hunt podcast. Eh, I, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> we found the line. <laughs> all right, Team. It, fuck Kill Mary, Cream Hunt, Tyreek Hill. Uh, so, introducing a weird sexual who, aspect. Who is who is? When I say fuck Kill Mary, I really I really just mean roster in real life. Have as a babysitter for your child, mm. or. Mm. Uh, meet in a dark alley. Oh. <laughs> so wait, who are my three? Cream Hunt, Tyreek Ty- Hill, Kill, and... You need like a third one. Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. Okay, well, so... Uh, so Greg Hardy is definitely the worst of these three, right? Yeah, he pushed... He pushed yeah, Tyreek Hill is just a bad dad. Gre- so I don't Gre- want him babysitting. Greg Hardy I, pushed a woman I, onto a bed full of uh, guns. <laughs> Which, to be fair, probably wouldn't be that dangerous, but I can see the messaging there. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let Kareem Hunt babysit my kid because I don't want Tyreek Hill to. <laughs> uh, but then I'll run. I'll, I'll do Tyreek Hill in the alley because he's so skinny that I might actually have a chance. Uh, where like our 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 skills overlap. When, when you I know? when I said Greg Hardy, I was trying to think of the other running. I meant Joe Mixon. Oh, Joe Mixon. Because that's oh, more... Dude, yeah. Joe, Joe Mixon... He's got a strong right hook. I, that's, a, that's the thing. When you yeah. said you could take Ty- Tyreek Hill up, Joe Mixon, that video... Of, yeah. Man. I want Joe Mixon... I, I want... So, uh, Joe Mixon, I want him on my actual team. Because, I, I, you know, all three of these guys would kind of suck to have on your team because they'd be like, eh, I'm not sure about this. But, you know, Joe Mixon's fine. It's pretty much like, so. who do I who do I not think I can beat up, nor do I want around my kid? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I can... I, I don't think I can beat up Tyreek Hill... But like of those three guys, definitely the closest in physique to me, like by far. So yeah, like that's he's, fair. he's actually really small. So yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. And then you don't, yeah, and then you don't want Terry kill around your kids. That's fair. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Otherwise, it might have been different. Yeah, because I think of the three, you definitely would want Hill on your team the most because he's really good. Whereas the other two guys are just so then Cream Hunt is good. so then Cream Hunt is your babysitter. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I guess he just shoved a woman once, like we said. So he made amends, kinda. Not really. He got suspended like ten games. I mean, he served his time. That doesn't mean he made amends. <laughs> he served his time. <laughs> All right. All uh, right. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Before we ha- before we head out, bombers. Yeah. Big news from Canada, north of the border. Uh, our team, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, won the Grey Cup yesterday. Canada's Super Bowl. The Grey Cup. Yeah. Their we first, saw the Bombers play they ended, two months ago. Ended their 29-year Grey Cup drought, which Three is really ago. long when you consider that there are only nine teams in the CFL. So they did yeah. it. Uh, yeah, big shout-out to Andrew Harris, uh, most outstanding Canadian and most outstanding player. First first guy to ever do that. Shout-out Chris Streveler, former gopher, <laughs> yeah. former South Dakota coyote because he wasn't good enough to start in the Big Ten. Yeah. Uh, he he was one of the quarterbacks for Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, shout out Drew Walatarski, was also on Winnipeg. Was also a very average player on the Gophers. Um, <laughs> Love it. Yeah. You know, it's always good to see the hometown boys. 
take home a championship. Yeah, it was. Go it was, Bombers. It was good to see. We we really helped them. We we saw them play. We were there. We were in the flesh in Winnipeg. Yeah. We had boots on the ground. Um, we did some scouting. We went down to the field. We went down to the field. We stormed the field. Yeah. We came back. We tried to bring Clementines with us. Oh, true. Got stopped at Customs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good trip. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Also, OSP is coming back. Yeah, T- Titus and Tate are back on the air, fam. I guess yeah. OSP our, they don't have they don't have the copyright. Yeah. They don't have the copyright. Uh, our our trademark po- rights. Our podcast inspiration. Uh, Titus and Tate. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I listened to their first episode today. I was like, damn. So it's a real episode. Uh, well, it's like it's only forty minutes long, and they mostly just kind of shoot the shit. They're in Maui right now, so. It's like, oh, see, yeah. so I thought it was just like a they had like a one minute trailer. No, yeah, something. there's also now like a forty minute episode. Did it come out today? Uh, I think it was like last night. Oh, cool. Like late last night. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, they're like five hours off from us now, so. That makes me happy. Yeah, it's lit. All right, Ben, we got anything else? Um, not really. I'm just excited for this last week. Yeah. This, this is what it's all about right here. The last week of the regular season when everyone knows what has to happen yeah. to get that playoff spot. It's, or to get that buy in the consolation bracket. Or to get the buy in the consolation. <laughs> this is what it's all about right here this last week. I'm excited. The... Thanksgiving, I, I, I hope that everyone spends some great time with their friends and family, um, enjoy some football, but really make sure that you prioritize uh, your fantasy team, That's how true. it's doing, you know, make sure you're yeah. keeping tabs on it, um, you know, if you, need to, if you need to cut out of family stuff to, to go watch, you know, Titans, Bengals, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, nothing quite like ignoring your family on Thanksgiving to watch football, or ignoring them while everyone is watching football at the same time so that's fair but who's gonna play on thursday aren't there like two games on thursday there are three um i think the third one is saints falcons uh it's lions and somebody and then cowboys and somebody so as per usual Uh, do the is it the lions and the cowboys that always play yeah Mm -hmm. those are always the first two games and then there's a night game now so interesting Cool, cool. But yeah, then we're gonna we're gonna have this, and then we're gonna have the playoffs start right around yeah. the corner. Yeah, can't wait, man. Can't wait. All right, well, clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Peace.